Welcome to So This is Holland, an unexpected trip to special needs parenting, hosted by Michelle Finn and Donna Sandoval, fellow special needs moms, keeping it real and providing a place for you to listen in and say, oh my gosh, me too. Hello and welcome back to So This is Holland. Today, we're going to catch up. I know we do that every so often, but... We wanted to talk to you about some experiences that Donna's had by letting go in a kind of bittersweet way and Josh's therapy, how that went, because we are now back from therapy and have all of our stories to share. So how are you, Donna? I'm amazing. Just living the crazy farm life still, you know, <laughs> living up, making soap, milking my goats, doing all the things, found dead chicken today. It was a crazy morning. I told Michelle, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy day, but we are here. And I love doing these episodes. And at first I like to have a direction. I'm like, so what, what's the main theme of this one? What are we naming it? And we're like, well, we just kind of, well, let's name it after and just see where it goes. Cause just talking to you guys, we've, we know that you, you like when we're just kind of free, free flowing and just part of our conversations and just, you know, feel connected because that is an important part and why we're ultimately here is so that you don't feel alone so that you can go, oh my God, me too, on all different realms of things and not, I'm like, there's so many places to get advice and what to do that that's not necessarily, we want to provide value, but we also just want you to feel like there's someone that just gets it in your corner. So that's what we're doing today. Um, Michelle, did you want me to start or do you want to start by talking about your experience in Florida and your three weeks down there with intensive therapy? We can talk about therapy. Okay. I'm down. Go for it. Um, so therapy was interesting. I was on a bit of an emotional roller coaster ride through therapy, which was shocking to me. <laughs> but let me just start off by saying my kid is a freaking rock star. He is. I loved watching. I was I was stalking your stories the whole time you were there. I oh my it. gosh. So Joshua, the goal was, if you guys remember, to get Joshua up on his feet and walking again. And the first day we went to therapy, the therapist was amazing. Shout out to Heather at Ability Plus in Melbourne, Florida. That's she awesome. she was I I love her. I love we're still texting. Like I love her. When we first met her, she went straight to Josh and just started talking to him, asking him how he felt. Like, I don't know about you guys, but that is a good mm -hmm. sign to me. Like, that's when I know we found our people when they talk to Josh and ask Josh. Like the person like, that he is instead of just he's a side note of yeah, what or like on. if he's or if he was like complaining a little bit, she'd be like, look, buddy, I know that this. Like she had just met him. She's like, I know you don't really want to do this, but if you can just do this for me, like she would talk to him like you would any other person. And it just made my heart so happy. And but that's such a good, what a blessing because you work so hard to get there and you don't know, you could just get someone no, that doesn't exactly. jive with you. I mean, that happens in therapy all the time that it just doesn't click. And to get down there and have somebody that was awesome. That's, I love that. Beyond expectations. Like yeah. she really was beyond our expectation, but she was honest with me. We sat down and she said, look, it's been, he's really weak. And that was after like, she did an assessment. She's like, he's really weak. And I want to be realistic and let you know, you know, there's a good chance he's not going to walk within these three weeks. It's only three weeks. He needs more than that. And I'm like, I know Josh and he's stubborn. 
So I think that he will, but if he doesn't, I'm okay with that. This is a start. This is our beginning. Joshua walked on day two. <laughs> I love that. I mean, we I we didn't get it recorded, which makes me a little sad because she said, hey, let's just put him in his walker and see how he looks in it. And I've put him in his walker a million times over the past three years and nothing. So I put him in his walker and he just started taking off. And y'all know I talk nonstop. Not one word came out of my mouth. <laughs> I had tears just streaming down my face. I was so proud of him. And I'm like trying to get out like, good job, buddy. But I didn't want to like stop this momentum. Yeah. Doing like... And he walked for over a hundred steps that first walk. It was, oh, gorgeous. That Just is so beautiful. Proud. I love that so, so much. So, so much for you. So proud of him. And he did walk, I will say he did walk better for mom than anybody <laughs> else. So that's exciting. But it, it was really for me, we had a lot of roller coasters while we were there. Um, one of the things I recognized was how different my life is. Like our lives are very, very different. And you guys hear that when you hear me talk, like uh, we have a very lonely life. We don't have a lot of people in our lives. And then to see like the parents tag teaming or parents, like maybe it was the mom that was down, but the dad would come on the weekends and visit, or they had help like sitting in. And here I am hands on like, even his therapist, I said, do other parents help as much as I am? And she was like, no. And I said, am I a problem? And she said, no. She said, because he does stuff for you. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm so used to it just being us that it's hard for me to even let somebody just completely take over. But this is a weird statement that is what hit me and kind of started me spiraling was I said we were going to go to Disney and all of the moms that were there that day said, you cannot pay me to take my child to Disney by myself. My husband would do that. It is just too hard. And I don't know why, but I thought we have no other choice. Mm -hmm. If I don't do it, we're never going to have adventures. Mm -hmm. And we did go to Disney and I had a complete meltdown in the middle of um, Mexico in Epcot because of how hard it is. And it just, it really unleashed this because I've been in the process of healing and it unleashed this just great sadness in me that like, God, we're so freaking alone just to see the families rallying around their kids and how much they loved them. I'm like, fuck our family. Cause y'all hear it. You hear it. I know some of you listen because we had one of our family members. I know this is way too off subject. <laughs> I'm like, where are we going? Holy crap. What happened? It has nothing to do. You know this. Cause I asked you, cause she's apparently blocked me on social media. Oh, um, one of our family members who has nothing to do with my son tried to join our, so this is Holland group. And even stating that she had a special needs child and I had to like throw it over to Donna. Like, look, I can't see, but I know this, I'm pretty sure it's the same person. Cause you know, people can have the same names because we got 17 people in common and they're all family members. Yeah. So what, like, look at this, is this who I think it is? 
And yes, we have family members that will listen to this podcast to hear. And can I just say, screw you all for listening and eavesdropping and still not being there for my beautiful child. Sorry. And for you, you deserve to have that support. I love you. And I, it breaks my heart that you don't. And I wish that there, I wish we were closer, but I'm glad that I can be your friend from here. But I hope that you realize how amazing that you are, that you do do these things and that you value that feeling that you're, that you're feeling because it it is valid that you are alone and you are doing a freaking hard ass things, but you brave through it. And that is just such an inspiration for so many out there because you're, you're not alone in the fact that you're isolated. There's a lot in our community that have that because we lose a lot of people in our lives when we live this life. It's hard. You know, we've talked about, it's hard to be friends with us. It's hard to support us. It's our life is not easy. And I, you need to validate that you are doing hard things and this sucks and it's okay to cry and have those meltdowns because you deserve it. Like, honestly, you it's valid and you're, you're, you're just navigating the best you can and you're doing amazingly well. And I, I appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. It's just the realization when you see other families that aren't as isolated as we are is it yeah. just, it hit different this time. And when we were gone, which you and I are going to have an upcoming episode about, but we lost two of our 1P kiddos. Yeah. <laughs> like we're both trying not we to cry. We were already crying talking about it before because we do want to <laughs> do an episode about death in our in our special needs community and the yeah. way that it affects us. So we're, we're looking at that, but I'm like, I don't even know if I can do these interviews because just talking about it, we're in tears. <laughs> so a little too yeah. fresh right now, but I mean, but it, it was oh, it an happened. emotional trip. It was just so emotional. And then Josh got hurt. Um, so when we got back from Disney, I noticed his left foot was swollen and, um, I was like, what the heck is going on? So I took him to the emergency room to make sure he didn't break it. He did not break it. Um, They didn't know what was wrong. And then we went to therapy. We continued to work because it wasn't causing him pain. We were very aware and we would take his braces off every time we would make him stand. Or And then his legs started turning purple. But apparently what's going on, we believe, we went to the doctor yesterday, but I had called doctors like I... Before we proceeded with therapy that last week, I well, called down there for three weeks. So to have the hiccup of like, you can't just like, okay, we're done. Let's take a rest for a yes. while. And I called cardiology. We got vascular appointments set up. Neurology's on board. Like I, like that day calls mm-hmm. were made and they reassured me that because Josh has been non-ambulatory, non-mobile for so long that, um, it's, just his circulation and that there's most likely had just been to cardiology. Like there's nothing wrong with the heart. Like, so I was reassured that this is, this is normal for people that don't wait bare. And we proceeded and I, we were just very cautious with proceeding and I'm still cautious since we've been home, but we have equipment coming. I had our first appointment yesterday. Um, so he's okay. He's safe. And once the equipment gets here, so what are you getting? Cause you said you've had a stander. Yeah. Well, we're getting a new type of stander. It's got big wheels on it. And if anybody's seen my stories, you oh, saw so that Josh he can move it, it like kind of like a wheelchair, but he a stander. Did, yes. He did yeah. so good in it. He loved it. So it gives him some mobility in the stander. And then, which 
Every therapist we've ever had has said no to this, but a gait trainer. So Josh has always had walkers. He never had a gait trainer because whenever we would try him a gait trainer, for those of you that don't know what a gait trainer is, a gait trainer is essentially a walker with a seat that you can strap mm -hmm. into. Mm -hmm. So Josh would always sit down in the gait trainers. But after that, nobody ever tried to teach him we don't sit in it. So they're like, this isn't going to work for him. He's lazy. And that I mean, that's why time. you start with the gate trainer. That's what the seats there for. Like with James, we started and he would sit on it, but he was learning to push his feet and get that motion down and get those strength. And then eventually he started, we took the seat off and let yeah. him do it. And that's how he learned to walk. We use the gate trainer from age two, two to four, two to three and a half is when he finally. All of the therapists we ever had were like, he's too lazy. He's just always going to use the seat. And within a couple of days, he was already somewhat using the seat, but moving around in it. And yeah. I'm like, I want this gay trainer for him. She's like, I agree. I think it's a great thing for him. So, so we was were, that therapy down there able to give prescriptions for the equipment? No, not for North Carolina, but she wrote thorough prescriptions oh, that I awesome. took to his doctor. So yesterday we had the doctor's appointment. He wrote up a script. And then we have an appointment in two weeks to go order all of the equipment. Oh, that's awesome. I, you, I hope you don't deal with any kind of denial bullshit, but. Ugh. I hope not because it's been long enough, but, and just yeah. a real little quick side note. So last week we went for a new wheelchair yeah. and my son ordered a yellow wheelchair and I'm like, oh dude, I'm going to talk him out of this. I'm going to talk him out of it because <laughs> I do let him pick his, his colors for wheelchairs or equipment or whatever, yeah. you know? And I'm talking yellow. Come on, guys. Like yellow. I'm like that. I don't want yellow. So I I sit down with him at lunch and I start to read what yellow represents. And the first word was joy. And Josh went, yes. <laughs> if y'all have listened to me, you know that Joshua loves joy from inside out. It is his most favorite character in the world. And That's I said, so smart. do you you want yellow because of joy? And he said, yes. And I'm like, okay, you're getting yellow. <laughs> <laughs> so let's pivot. Let's tell us, tell us about um, your. Yeah. So we had a, we had a pretty, it was a good win, but it was a bittersweet win. So James, I, I think I talked about it on a previous episode of when James had a performance and I tried to go to the school and I am a huge trigger for him when he sees me in his school setting. Um, he starts with aggressive, crazy behaviors, just wants to go home, screaming, hitting the teachers, like this perfect boy when I'm not around, they're like, whoa, as soon as he sees me. So because he has, time to go um, home. yeah, I mean, I can't even drop him off at school. Like that's why the drive, the transportation is so important. Like the other day we, he got stuck at a train that was stuck on the track. So I had to take James and he was melting down in the car, hitting me. I had to like drag him by his feet out of the seat. It was awful. And it was just because it's not his routine. I do not belong at school. <laughs> that just is not my place. Yeah. Um, but it's heartbreaking when you want to be a part of these things. You know, you're a mom and you want to see them do things. So there was like a special Olympics. It was the Optimus Games. And the it was at, they were taking a bus from school to the high school. And it was the whole special needs program for the Redlands Unified School District. And so, uh, and parents were invited. There was an award assembly. There was going to be all the cheerleaders out there from the high school. Um, and I decided not to go because I knew he would have a blast. He loves the bus. He loves all that types of stuff, but not with me. And so 
I didn't want to ruin that for him. So I, I messaged the teacher. I said, if there's any way you could send me pictures, I asked for a video, didn't get video, but I did get some amazing pictures and I got just a report of how he did. He got a medal that as soon as he got out of the car, he had it up in his arms and he was doing the yeah, yeah, yeah kind of motions. And he was just so damn happy about this medal. He wore it all weekend. He's still carrying it around every once in a while and he'll put it on and he'll put his hands up in the air for celebration. And I guess the teacher said that he just spread so much joy that day that he was dancing with the cheerleaders and that he just had the best day. And it makes me so happy to hear that he had such a good day and just it's pure joy. I mean, you watch him celebrate something like that and still walking around with that medal constantly. It's just so awesome, but it's also bittersweet because I couldn't be there. I couldn't see it. And I, I, there's not many moments here at home that we have that kind of like success and celebrations like that. Well, Next time go in disguise. I know. I know. I just, I didn't want to tempt it. Like I didn't want to, cause I've tried to hit hide at the last one and he found me, you know, I was in the back Put of the room. Put on a wig, some dark yeah. glasses. <laughs> I'm like, a you freaking... won't look suspicious at all. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to wear a damn mask though. If I don't have to, after all those years of being forced to wear a mask, I don't want to, but it might be worth it to try to go to something like that again next year. And Jess was like, I would have tried to go. I was like, I just didn't, I don't know. You know, maybe Jess would have a, better results because I think I think most of our kiddos and I don't mean just in general special needs because I mean in general kids yeah I think a lot of kids respond differently to dad yeah no James they're the fun playful person mom but when he's like hurt or like needs like he comes to me like I am the caregiver dad's fun you know there's just I mean there's different roles in our absolutely Um, so that was really cool. But then the other day, like I said, we don't have a lot of like, sell like big wins at home just cause we're in our routine, you know, he's on his tablet or whatever. But the other day I had my nieces and nephew over and they were up on the counter coloring and James came over and he wanted to color. So I sat him up with a, with a pen and he was scribbling and like, he's gets so excited whenever he makes anything, like he holds it up over his head and he like, He's just, yes. look what I did. And the teacher says he does that at school too. Like he's That's always cute. so proud of everything that he does. And it just makes everyone smile and everyone starts cheering for him. And he starts, ha! And it's like That's crazy. cute. Well, that tells you how he's treated at home. Yes. If he thinks everything he does is like a victory, you know, he's yeah. being <laughs> So I'm letting him draw and he's, and I know that he, cause he surprised us a couple years ago when he made a smiley face. And I was like, and so I messaged, I'm like, are you guys working on smiley faces? Cause I think he just drew a smiley face and they're like, yes. So I'm like, draw a smiley face. And he did that. And then I was like, Hmm, draw a J. Can you write a J? Cause I'm like, uh-huh. his name is James. And sure enough, this little freaking genius, like I did a J on my, on the paper. I mean, it was a little bit of a wonky J, but it was a J. And yeah. I was like, holy crap. I told Jess, we told Charlie, we were, and he was so proud. And now it's on the refrigerator and it like our buddy Joe came over and he took it off the refrigerator and took it to Joe to show him what he did. Like, so to That's see him so getting, cute. so he's, he has pride in the stuff he's accomplishing. Yeah. And I feel like we're. We're in a place right now that he's moving forward. 
um and growing again you know like there's seasons of like everything's kind absolutely. of absolutely like stale and then all of a sudden they kind of explode out again i think um, they need those seasons too we do yeah we do like i a, mean it's, i've it's, been in one you know a little bit it's of like when you're planted and you see nothing there's stuff happening but you see yeah. nothing you see nothing and then there's this beautiful bloom i think that's life too for us yeah, because they have like standardized testing this week. And we they none of the teachers have ever talked to me about standardized testing with James. Like what they do, if they even do it. I'm like, how because it's like grade level testing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so she, the the teacher message was like, hey, there is nothing in his IEP about testing accommodations for him. And I was like, well, okay. So we got on a Zoom last week and she's like, okay, I just want to make sure that we can pull them aside. I can go through the questions and read them out loud to him one by one and, and really explain the answers. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I really think he's going to do well. And I'm like, holy shit balls. Like that's, that's awesome. And I think that sometimes I underestimate him just so that I don't overestimate <laughs> that sounds so bad but just kind of protect I like, understand what you're saying you know what I mean like I don't want to expect and then you don't get, want to like, be let down for you or him yeah, yeah. so I just yeah. kind of I'm always excited and proud of when he accomplishes shit but sometimes I'm like damn I do not give this kid enough credit like look at him he is amazing and doing great things and he just we changed his talker to a lot more um icons and more core words because as modeling, we were realizing that it still wasn't quite right in, in giving him enough communication. Like if it's really hard for me to figure out how to make a statement on his yeah. talker, like it's yeah. probably pretty hard yeah. for him too. Because he's got the I want freaking pizza or I want YouTube. Like not those <laughs> things. Jo you know, Joshua acts like he doesn't know that thing. But I swear to God, every time we try a different talker or because he, he just refuses he finds toilet every damn time <laughs> toilet and fart toilet and fart and i'm like you're so freaking smart this <laughs> evil genius yeah i was just about to say our evil geniuses they like to play like with the talker like i had a meeting with his speech therapist and she's like at from school and she's like he's doing amazing um i want to see like what's it look like at home i said i am awful there's no talker at home every time i try to bring it out he throws at me so i've just been bringing it out any he, he yells but i don't make him use it i've been using it so i'm like okay. when i'm feeding him like oh you want more hamburger is this yummy mm. like just different just trying to like show him that i can talk like this you can talk like this i'm hoping that it'll desensitize the fact <laughs> did you that just catch that i'm a special needs mom yeah. <laughs> Why would you i say? just told you good job for modeling <laughs> Good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank you very much. I I am a words of affirmation kind of person. So. <laughs> but so those have been good things. Um, I'm don't know if I want to say this, but I'm gonna knock on wood before saying this, but we have not had many situations. Those seem to be on or I'm just getting better at it. We have the pajamas and I I've set timers and when he's in his room, I kind of like am more aware of the timing and i just can get, i'm getting better at cues i guess and he's awesome. not being so quick about it i think because he's been doing i don't know what this is all about i'm sure it's normal and it's boy he is a boy and he's nine i don't know when that starts i'm not a boy and i'm i don't know but he spends lots of time in his room grinding in his bed like yeah that's and it's like a stimmy. 10 it's or like 11 
his hands are down there, but he's got like double diapers and like a onesie and whatever. But he comes down after his like stimming grind sessions, just completely red, sweaty. And we're like, oh my God. And you can hear him going to down there. I'm like, oh, whatever. He's yeah. No, I will say this world that we live in with boys is nothing that a mother should ever have to experience. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. Like, because Charlie, like, I'm not even going to go there with this, but I'm sure who knows, but I don't have to like, but that's it. You don't have to know what Charlie's <laughs> secret world is like. He's allowed to have a secret I'll let world. Dad have like certain discussions with him. I do not have those discussions with them as mom. Like, no. And I, I'm yeah. So there's, we that. have a role. If you're <laughs> naked, if you're naked and I'm not changing your diaper, mm-hmm. you can, you can do your thing out of my sight. When is he naked though? And you're not changing. I let, okay. So I will give him because, and it's not for that purpose, but since he's been little, um, (laughs) yeah, because I'm like, I couldn't imagine what it would feel like to be in a diaper 24 seven. So I do give him about 20 minutes a day where he doesn't have to wear anything. Um, and can just be free. Right. (laughs) Like that's pretty awesome. I have I this so, for him. I don't do that. <laughs> if there are any scientists out there or creative minds that know how to do this. So I have a fantasy all the time. And this, again, <laughs> special needs mom. Um, I want a diaper that is comfortable for adults. So since Josh became an adult, diapers have changed. Diapers they- suck. Diaper, the older, the bigger, di- and James is nine, but ours, and but he's a hundred, over a hundred pounds. Like this, yeah. they suck. They're awful and they, they don't fit and and to get no gapping where there's no leakage, you have to like really put it on tight, which then hurts them. Double diaper. I have a tab diaper with a pull up over and then the onesie, like that is a lot of layers for this. And I, well, I want to use like a pull up, right? Yeah, but the freaking leg it. holes for pull-ups, would, that's no protection. Josh sits down and it's just it's like gap it open. All it holds is pee and like not that's it. Not even. I yeah. mean, not for Joshua because I I don't know if he just doesn't have thick thighs. I don't know. But like I have put like this, this is me. I put like the diaper over my head, like the leg hole. Like, look, it fits <laughs> over my head. Whose leg is this going to fit around? <laughs> right? They are stupid. And they rip. They're like, oh, they're awful. Uh, so awful. And so if anybody's listening, if you want a project and want to be on Shark Tank. Uh, <laughs> make a good adult make diaper. adult diapers. <laughs> and that we can just end it. How's right? that? On that note, <laughs> welcome to our shit show. This is just Michelle and Donna chatting it up. <laughs> I love it. I love you. And I hope you guys enjoy just kind of a catch up and hopefully you'll resonate and just, I, you've been there. Like you understand our crazy lives and you're not alone. We're in this together. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys all next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hang out with us and be a guest on our show, you can go over to our Instagram page. So this is Holland podcast, go to our bio and there'll be an application there. You can also find Donna at determined Donna on Instagram, or you can find Michelle at Michelle Finn coaching on Instagram. Have a great day.